0: This is the third in a series of episodes around raising capital, raising investment money for your self-storage deals. In the first episode, we talked about who investors are, the difference between investors and partners. And in the second episode, we talked about what what you might be offering to your investors and the different general types of deals that there are out there and so we've talked about who what Now we're going to talk about where, where investors are, where you may find potential investors for your self-storage deals. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of creating wealth through self-storage and I'm the creator of the self-storage quick start academy. And what I do is I support the small investor who wants to get in the self-storage business or who wants to grow their self-storage business. I offer a lot of training free like this and paid for at the Quick Start Academy, which houses my on-demand self-storage boot camp, which is designed to take you from where you are right now all the way through putting your first self-storage deal into service in today's environment. So let's talk about where, where investors may be that would be interested in investing in perhaps your self-storage deal, and nothing gave me pause than this idea of where in the world am I going to find people to invest in my deal. Nothing is scarier to many of the people that I work with than trying to figure out where people are that would go into a self-storage deal. Now, I'm not a big fan of having your friends and family invest in your deals, especially if this is your first self-storage deal. Now, there are exceptions. Some of the people I've worked with have friends and families that invested in their deals and it's worked out fine. But if you're not experienced in putting self-storage deals together, if you are experienced odds are you're not going to be getting friends and family in your first self-storage deal but I'm just not a big fan of it i've seen it work with some people but as a rule i would suggest not doing it now down the road if people really want to put money in your deal and their friends and family and you've got a track record that's a different kind of conversation than doing your first deal what i don't want to do is have my thanksgiving meal my christmas meal dealing with friends and family who've given me money Now, that's just my opinion, you do what you want. So, if you're not gonna use friends and family, where are you gonna find people? Well, it's a lot different now than it was when I got started in the late 90s. When I did my first deal in 1999, I went to everyone that I knew that wasn't friends or family that I thought may have some money to invest I was in the real estate business as a broker so I went to many of my past clients I went to other real estate agents and anyone I thought had money to invest I presented my deal to them now I don't remember the exact numbers but I think it was like I raised $350,000 and I had 13 investors. I mean, I was taking investments as low as $20,000. And I had 13 investor partners in this deal, but I did it. Seems like I did 50 presentations to get those 13. Now, probably not, but it sure occurred like it, but I did it. Today it's different. Here's what I would recommend. First of all, there are organizations where you are or close to where you are that I would suggest you explore and consider joining. You could look for an investor's club. There are groups in almost every city that get together and and people will pitch investors business opportunities, real estate deals, for investors to invest in i've seen it in our tier two tier three market you know a lot of people tell me that it was easy for me to do my first deal because i was in real estate well not really the i sure didn't have a lot of money to invest in real estate most of the people i worked with as agents didn't have a lot of money but I connected through layers and layers of people to get the uh, friends and family of the people I knew that actually had money to invest. Was it easier for me than being in real estate than if I'd worked at let's a factory job at the Ford Motor Company, perhaps, but not really? I just worked it so since I've done these deals. These organizations have been a big help. I would consider joining an investor's group and going long before you ever pitch your first self-storage deal and see what these investors are looking at, see the type of questions that they're asking, see what lights them up, what doesn't light them up. I learned a lot from listening to investors talk to other people about their opportunities and i got a sense of what was important to potential investors that were going to come in my deals there's also online communities Now i'm not at all an expert on on joining online communities and raising money online but there's a lot of people who are you can get more information from them a lot of youtube on it a lot of coaching on it a lot of classes you can take on it And you can actually raise money online, although I've never done it the other thing is there are real estate organizations i've been a member of a exchange group uh where people present real estate opportunities and a big umbrella is we're going to be exchanging properties not necessarily my property for your property but 1031 exchanges all types of opportunities are presented and i've done a number of deals in fact i even wrote about it in creating in the book creating wealth through self-storage of a deal where i found a partner at one of those exchange sessions now you may be saying well i don't live in a city well you probably live close to a city you may have to do a little bit of traveling but join these organizations both virtually and uh, in person and look at what investors are doing what their questions are asking and what type type of returns that they're expecting see what these guys have their attention on and remember you're in self-storage you will have the a better story than almost Anybody out there because you're going to be in self-storage. Self-storage is the safest, most predictable, reliable, count-audible cash flow there is. Yes, there's risk, particularly in the value add plays, or if you're building till you hit stabilization, but once you hit stabilization and you can get feasibility reports and all kinds of backup material that will from third party vendors that will validate your assumptions on your Performa, but once you hit stabilization, self-storage is almost like a cash machine. I wouldn't use those words, but investors are smart, and when they get the story of self-storage, they will understand its potential as an investment vehicle. The other thing i would do is reach out to the professionals that you deal with your cpa your attorney your insurance agent i did i reached out and said i want to show you a deal you may know people as you go through you know your day interacting with your client base let me show you what i'm doing and if anybody's a match for this you'll know about it and i presented my deal I've gotten a few investors from those. Very often it's been the professionals themselves that ultimately invested in my deal. They may not invest in your first one, but I've had them invest in subsequent ones. But I went to them sharing what I was doing so that they could share it with their customer base. What you want to do is you want to establish yourself as a somebody who puts self storage deals together. Now, when we get into the how, we'll talk about specifically what you say to these people and how you can present a deal, or at least how I present it. But online and virtual, I'm joining organizations. I'm finding out where investors hang out online and in person and, and i'm joining those organizations and interacting with them i want to see what they're focused on what kind of questions they ask and i look at a lot of other real estate not just storage but apartment multi-family retail offerings that are out there to see what my competition's offering these people and then I will be presenting these people. We'll talk next week about how you incubate potential investors. But when I finally have a deal ready to go, this is where I found the people that are going to be potential investors in our projects. I know this has been brief and I've gone into a lot more detail on the one-on-one coaching, but just know investors are out there and they hang out in particular organizations both in person and online. Your job is to be where investors are. Just like when you're doing a lease up, your job is to be seen where potential customers show up like on Google your job when raising money is the same thing you want to show up and meet these people where the investors hang out they hang out in investor organizations real estate organizations and then there are certain places online forums and then there are certain markets online where they hang out at you want to be there Now my experience is once you get an investor to invest in your in a deal they may start off slow with a low amount of money but once you get someone investing in your deal and your deal meets or exceeds what you said it was going to do they'll invest in your next deal and usually Quite, I shouldn't say usually, quite often I have seen friends and family members of investors that aren't in my first deal start coming in my second deal. People want to invest where people they like and know have already invested and done well. I'm that way myself. The art is to do your first deal well. Next week, we're going to talk about when, when you start connecting with these potential investors. So I will see you next week. Thank you very much. My name is Mark Helm. I'm the author of Creating Wealth Through Self-Storage and the creator of the Storage World Analyzer. That's the financial analysis tool we use when we're analyzing deals and literally the printouts from the analyzer would I show potential investors. So if you're using Excel, great i invite you to look at the storage world analyzer it's an awesome tool to have in your tool kit thank you very much and i'll see you next week